0: Uh, welcome to, uh, you and I podcast today, uh, just enjoying a little break at work, chilling and, uh, guess you can say been, first of all, happy new year to everybody. Um, hope everything, everyone is doing good and is enjoying a blessed life. Uh, had a while to soak up a lot of stuff that's been going on since 2009 as uh came in and started off with a lot of stuff. Uh, R. Kelly documentary series that aired on uh, Lifetime uh, this past weekend. Uh, Coupled with other information coming out with other celebrities and things of that nature about their past and abuse and questions about what they did and stuff and I guess the newest one today would be the Michael Do- Michael Jackson documentary that's going to uh, premiere at Sundance so I'm just trying to figure out like why everybody including myself why we gave them a pass, like R. Kelly, back in the day when we heard stuff about him, but we still supported his music, his concerts, anything that he did. And the guy's a musical genius, but he's also a monster. So in no way am I trying to defend R. Kelly or any uh, predator of that nature, But, we have to look in the mirror and look at it like, from music stations, to promoters, record labels, uh, the movies, anything that he did, and we heard these rumors, and nothing was done about it. It's like, we was like, nah, we're not going to worry about it. I mean he's making good music i mean if even if you look at some of his music that not only he 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 wrote or he freestyled for himself since he can't read or write but music that he freestyled for other people in other groups like high five he wrote the kissing game i was only 16 she was 25 uh uh, Leah's age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, the song that comes to mind for me that really just let me know, well, concluded everything I needed to know about R. Kelly was the Shaft soundtrack when he did uh, I'm a Bad Man. And if you actually listen to that song, I think it either happened, it was either released after or before the trail. But he he. To me, he's always been telling us what kind of person he is and what kind of uh, females he like, even through the Ed Gordon interview, Tavis Smiley interview, or the Torrey interview. I mean, he has a preference, a weird preference, but he has a preference. But because his music was great it was like no nah, we don't see it and even the people that he wrote for saw it but never said but never said anything and so it's just kind of weird that 2019 he's been in the business since he came into business with public announcement since vibe and honey love and hey there and hey love it wasn't a problem when he was writing them hits it wasn't a problem but since we didn't got to 2019, it's like all the people he worked with or mentored or had been around or was around. It's like all of a sudden they was like, yeah, we saw things. But you know, he was a musical genius. Yeah, I needed a hit record. But you didn't want to say anything when you went to that studio and you saw stuff. Or even when you heard things. Like. To me, this could have been curved at public announcement or 12 play or before you remind me of something album or before the double R album or the chocolate factory album or TP2.com album. Like just imagine if you curved that, if you said something in the beginning and then you had all these people coming out speaking or that was in the documentary That that was just kind of just weird, especially Charlemagne. Like, especially when he pleaded down in a a sexual assault case where he got a minor drunk and she was sexually abused or assaulted at an event that he was holding, but then was on a podcast with the guy talking about an incident he had with a female where he went to a store, put a Spanish fly in her drink, and his drink and she wasn't really conscious or coherent and they had sex and he was laughing all the way through and he thought it was funny but now it's well i have three daughters and, and yes i was a part of that problem but i I was innocent and it was a joke and i probably shouldn't have did it like that but we give it a pass then if you want to take him to my Facebook thread, which was just everywhere. I mean, you really can't tell people what to do, who and what to support, what to listen to, because everybody has their own opinion. And at the end of the day, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But it was funny seeing like people post about R. Kelly. But when somebody else would come on the post and, and bring up other celebrities that are not black, people were quick to say, you know, we worried about black girls. And I'm cool with that. But if if we worried about sexual abuse and sexual assault of, of black women, shouldn't that shouldn't we just be worried, more worried about just sexual abuse of women in general? Because you can't have, you can't try to separate when somebody says, well, well, so-and-so did something and nobody said nothing, but R. Kelly, they put it on TV and he's been doing it for 30 years and now y'all want this dude to go to jail. Or when somebody bring up Elvis Presley marrying somebody that was 14 and Steve Tyler damn near killed his his wife that he legally adopted from her mother or tried to kill her and the baby that he impregnated the girl with and then forced her to have an abortion and put it in a book and she put it in the book nothing said and it's more like i see folks trying to make make it the argument of like we're not worried about what white people do we need to deal with this ourselves but when you have crimes that come up or mass shootings that white people do or or Somebody gets gunned down wrong, and then a black man will get gunned down for just running for no, for for whatever reason. But then a shooting incident happened in South Carolina. They take him to Burger King, then it's like, oh, we need justice. Why wasn't he shot? It's like, we can't have it both ways, in my opinion. It's like, it's got to be clear across the board. It's like, hey. If you're gonna, if going to speak like this on R. Kelly, you speak on this about Steve Tyler and the rest of them. Because I didn't need to see a video, and I don't even think I saw the video. I remember seeing the video cover, but not the v- the VHS tape it came out on. Because, I mean, who want to sit down and watch a little girl urinated on? And I don't know how he got found Not guilty, but it happened. I'm not cool with it, never been cool with it, because I was like, he should have went to jail. Still think he should have been in jail. But for whatever reason, whatever powers to be, he didn't go to jail. But people still chose to work with him, knowing and seeing the video because they put it up in court and they and they wrote about it in the paper, but people still chose to work with. Them. But now, 2019, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, it was wrong for me to do that, but it wasn't wrong when you did it and you got the sales and the profit from it, but now it's like, you know, you could be affected with sales and, and your fan base and you're trying to protect yourself. It's just... It's a weird time we living in. You know? Because once that R. Kelly issue dropped... Then the video surfaced about Drake touching on... And groping a 17-year-old stage. And having constant contact with a girl... In a Netflix series, Stranger Things. Then it was Diddy came... Uh, something with Diddy. And one of his... One of his baby moms that he had a kid with, Justin, he was 23, she was 16. And then you had something come out with Timberland in the interview where he said something about, you know, I had urges about Ali, I loved her, but I treated her, you know, like a baby sister and I was the big brother. It was like you have all this stuff coming out and, it, and, and people acting like shocked, like they didn't know this stuff and didn't hear about this stuff. Like, I heard about this stuff when I was in junior high. Even when I first heard Leah's song, Age Ain't Nothing But Nothing, I'm sitting here like, She kind of young to be singing a song like this. Even when I heard High Five Sing The Kiss Again, man, she, he was 16, she was 25? That's that's a big age difference. That's That's weird. That's kind of gross. But... I guess that was the times. Then he changed his name to the Pied Piper. It's just a weird name to go to as, a, as an artist. But people still supported his music. Still went to his concerts. And things of that nature. Sung his songs in church. Graduation. I mean but now you it got to the point 2019 now you want to take the guys music off the station and all of that stuff which is cool but why you didn't do that in 95 96 97 98 99 2000 you had at least 25 good years from the first time you heard about the Leah situation if it was a rumor or not, and you saw interviews they did and how they were around each other, that you knew someone right, but you still promoted that music. Like, it, to me, it just didn't, didn't make sense now you got this new Michael Jackson documentary coming out. And folks, is, I just look at 2019 as being the year of sexual assault documentary series. Because everybody seems like everybody going to get one. And if they're not, they're going to have one. You already got a couple that's been taken down and, and, and rightfully so. but when we sit there and we see things and we don't question them because we want to be like, nah, that can't be true. Nah, that's not our business. You know, I ain't hear that. I ain't see that. Like, we, we, we got to stop that. I know folks may be like, well, you don't understand. You don't know what it's like to be a victim. All this and nothing. And, and all that's true. But if you see something and you see your child or daughter or son displaying a behavior that's kind of just weird, sometimes you can sit back and they may not want to tell you off top what's going on. Because... They trust may be just gone, like, man, I can't tell this person that so and so is doing this to me, or I felt uncomfortable in this situation, because they a, a parent may look at it like, oh man, he just that, that was just a regular hug. But to a child who knows, like, hey, that was more than just what it was, whether it was a hug or whatever, like it felt uncomfortable. Then you have the right as a parent to address that person. In a grown person manner, because if you don't, then your child go through life and think like, "Man, like I feel kind of weird," and nobody was there to help me. So we just, then we just knew. I think we need to do better overall. As not only parents but people, when we see something. We don't just sweep it under the rug or, or accept that behavior, but also not try to be too pushy about trying to get what's going on with whatever happened with our son or our daughter about a situation that they may encounter or went through. Like we still gotta be sensitive to them, understanding, you know, let them know that we're here. we hear, we We're here to love on them and listen to them and protect them as much as we can. And let them know like you, you can actually come to your parents about anything or go to somebody that you actually trust to help you get out that situation or or get through that situation and, and counsel them. And I always, you know, understand that, you know, it may take time, I get it. You know, you may want to work on yourself, I understand that, but still let, let You know, folks know you know what's going on if you can trust a person. But Yeah, I've just been seeing a lot of stuff about that lately and I was I wanted to do something and put it on a social network, but there have been a lot of typing and then a lot of back and forth. Because some people don't view it the same way that some others do. I look at it like rape is rape. Sexual assault is sexual assault, no matter what the color is black, white, brown, pink, yellow, green. It's assault on a woman, or a child, or a young boy. And something needs to be done. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter if you are Kelly, or Harvey Weinstein, or the janitor, or a local grocery store manager. That's just how I view things. But it's been an interesting week. Interesting. Uh I know his music streams went up. I think I heard that somewhere. And folks was kind of upset about that. And, I mean, you can't... Some people say you can't... You can't divide the person from the art or separate a person from what they actually do. And that may be true in some people's cases. But it's like I told a friend of mine at work. I said, man, you... I can ask somebody at work that you may be, you know, cordial with. Man, what do you think about this person? And that may give you high praises. I can find somebody on the street that may not like you at all, and I get a different version. Because we are all different to everybody that we come in contact with. We are, not, as much as we want to say, we keep it hundred at all times, or we always real. That's always not the case. Because some people get more of you than others. Some get more, some get just enough, some get less. And some don't get none at all. You just put on a, a facade to just pass the time until you figure out, like, yeah, I want to deal with this person. But the people that you actually around and actually pour into and they pour back into you, that's the ones that really know you. Just my opinion. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know people that would tell you I'm nothing. I'm you know, I over I'm 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 this, that, and the other. Then you have some people that tell you like he's a stand-up guy. You may have somebody else that may tell you something different. But that's life. But just got to realize that everybody is different. Now, as far as like, am I going to listen to his music? I mean, I'm not going to front. I was just, I stopped listening to the last, I think, I've only really got three R. Kelly CDs that I just really like and that's a 12 play the double rcd that my auntie got me for my birthday back in 98 and i think tp2.com and even when i listen to those you can tell like man this like even tp2.com for instance the strip for you song like <laughs> It's, it's it's not funny, it's just, it's just, it's awkward, and so I may be erasing that from the playlist, but even even watching the document series, you know, when I could, some of the rooms that they were showing, I was like, man, he has some of these rooms that they're showing in videos that I've watched, and I was just like, that's why I told my wife when, when I watched it with her. He's a, excuse the language. He's a he's an evil motherfucker. I said because that's the that's a new level of type of perversion. That not only did you shoot videos and perform acts with underage children in here, you also shot a video in here. So. I know folks wanna cut him off and hope he go to jail. And I hope he do too, but I mean, it's gonna have to take somebody to come forward. That's actually going through it right now to put that nail in the coffin. And there's somebody out there, cause he had handlers. And it, it shouldn't just be R. Kelly going to jail. It should be the labels. It should be the road managers. It should be his entourage. It should be everybody that had any kind of contact with him that saw him doing stuff. But it was like, nah, I didn't really want to say nothing, or nah, I saw stuff backstage. But you didn't want to say nothing. So R. Kelly gonna get this just do, but. He gonna be right there with with a lot of people that's gonna get it, because a lot of people incriminated themselves in that docu series, from his manager when he said he forged documents, for Aaliyah, to maybe she had or she didn't have an abortion when R. Kelly had said we got a situation with her. Like, it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff in that docu series that I I heard about. And even though it was just a rumor, I was just like, yeah, that's kind of creepy because that's just that's weird. And even with Michael Jackson, when I was growing up and we would hear he would he was having little boys in his bed and and stuff. And then he gets to the trial and felt not guilty. And then folks coming out later saying they fabricated stories and told lies under oath only to come back again and try to sue him. Only to go back under oath and say they lying about why they suing them so yeah does power come into it and and threaten threatening people's life come into it when you get you know you start going after people that seem larger than life yeah absolutely but that shouldn't affect like power shouldn't work that way sadly it does do you have some people out there chasing yes And it get kinda hard to what you said to tell who to to distinguish between who's telling the truth and who's not. But um It's just been an interesting couple couple days to the new year, two thousand nineteen. So far, it's been dominated by R. Kelly. And it just said that it took people 25 years that was actually seeing something to say something now. When, you know, the people that he abused or was abusing Was saying something back then, even in 2009, and they still didn't take her 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 accusations and what she told them as what they needed to hear to to be like, all right, that's hey, you done? Like 2008, you should have been in jail. You should probably, maybe, probably, maybe just getting out by now. If they didn't hit you with a 15 to 20. And I had a thought, but I just lost it because but uh yeah, you should have went to jail in 2008, but they take the accusations you know is quote unquote gospel. I'm trying to find my thought that I had I had it lined up but <laughs> it left but I, th- I know it's going to come back soon but there's a lot of people that need to go I'm kind of glad that one girl was found but then to read at the end of the Docky series that she went back for a couple of days but then came back i was just like man that was kind of hard to read you know you know and a couple scenes i seen in there like when when the daughter left with her mom and she went downstairs to call the the family of the other daughter that was there in the room with her I don't understand why she just didn't snatch her out of there with her and be like, "Man, we go," or call the authorities to be like, "Hey, you know, she's being held against her will." You know, whatever you got to do, and then the parents that showed up to Chicago studio, I'm sorry, I'm kicking the door in. You. you can arrest me later. Like, I'm going there and get my child. Oh, and there my thought go. Thank God. I was the only thing that probably surprised me in that series was maybe when the producer said that he, R. Kelly, came to him about Aliyah having the situation, which can only mean she was probably pregnant. And then the other girl saying she was pregnant, she had an abortion. And then the two or three older women, the DJ, and then another woman that was married. And she had got divorced. Because I always thought it was underage girls that he was after. But I guess he likes a certain type of woman. Because I know she said that R. Kelly, one woman on there said that R. Kelly knew a lot of stuff about her. Like he researches or something. like Or he just knows stuff. And I know in that documentary, I know R. Kelly said him and his brother were molested. And, you know, that, 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 that saying ain't hard to hear, but that still don't excuse him for what he did. But, uh, I think that's all I got. If I have any more, I'll probably upload a part two. My wife didn't want to be involved because I guess it's a it's a tough discussion to talk about. A conversation to have. And I guess you don't live to argue like I live to argue and debate. But it's not to debate to prove that I'm right. It's the debate to prove to find a common ground and make sure that we keep that same energy with everybody, no matter how powerful they are or how influential they are or what job they have. But, uh, God bless y'all. Holla at y'all in a little bit. One.